On this episode, the coaches deep dive into why New Year's resolutions fail. Do you make New Year's resolutions? How successful are you at keeping to them? We hopefully offer you some helpful tips and tools, as well as sharing some of our own personal experiences around resolution making, and we think it's a good episode, so we hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in to the Another Way to See It podcast. I'm Kim Moran, joined by Brandy Poindexter and Tara Jones. We're life coaches talking about things that we deal with personally and professionally. And as the new year approaches, I thought it might be a good idea to talk about New Year's resolutions and why they often fail. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions that you're thinking about or intentions? Uh, I I no longer uh, participate in New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's it's something that I think sets us up for failure if we don't um, put the right things in place to achieve those resolutions. And I just don't do it. So I, I do more like almost micro goals to lead the way for the big goals that I want. And, and some of them aren't achievable in a year. So it's, it's hard to get into the new year's resolution. You know, this is what I'm going to do this year and, and not have those steps in place to achieve them. I just feel like as a society, we put so much pressure on ourselves to start January 1st. We're going to, flip our world upside down and try to achieve something that can't be done right away. And, you know, the, the, the biggest one is I'm going to go to the gym, right? Like that's, that's, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to quit drinking soda and, and, and all that. But the statistics show, and, and I've even seen it when I used to go to the gym a lot is by the end of January, the gym's empty again. People put in the initial effort and then just fall off the wayside. And I think that happens because we put such a large goal in front of us that isn't always achievable right away. That's so funny, Randy. Um, when you when you wanted to talk about this subject, I, I thought to myself, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to be like, the Grinch in this podcast, <laughs> but it seems that I'm not alone here. Um, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I feel like there's always a little too much pressure and anyone who does new new year's resolutions and actually sticks to them. You're amazing. Like that's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad there is a point in the year that that people do have this, you know, point of reflection that they want to better themselves because we don't have that. I don't think so much in our culture. So I think that it's awesome. And the people that take advantage of it, it's totally, you know, more power to you. I just personally, I'm a 
a winter solstice girl, which is the 21st of December. And solstice is the darkest point of the year. And after solstice, we start letting back the light. So I kind of resonate more with that of like reflecting upon parts of my life that I want to, I usually do a ceremony where I want I, I write down things that I'm, I'm ready to let go of and I, I burn it in the fire and then welcoming in aspects of myself that I want to flourish but that's kind of more of how I look at it. It's not actually like Randy, you said going to the gym. It's for me, it's not an action. It's more of a contemplation of, of kind of, yeah, I just love reflecting upon the year and all I have accomplished, all that I've done, all that I've leaned into the hard parts that I've gone through parts that I've grown and then looking at what more yeah places where or my butterfly wings are going to grow and expand and fly and those kind of things but I do it around yeah the sun the sunlight um and not so much the new year's but that's my witchiness coming through (laughs) what about you Kim I don't usually uh, set New Year's resolutions. However, I really want to celebrate your practice of reflection because I think it's both and. It's the reset button, January 1, 2022. It's a reset. It's a chance to, to start some new stuff. But in order to get really clear about what you want to do differently, you have to do the contemplation piece. That that you spoke about, Tara. So, I like that at the twenty first, you're sort of starting this process of looking back over the past year or years, and saying what's working, what isn't working, what do I need to strengthen, what do I need to let go of, what do I need to call in. There is so much research out there about why New Year's resolutions fail, and one of the best things that I can think of in talking about this are SMART goals. SMART is an an acronym for SMART goals are number one specific. If you say you want to get fit, that's pretty generic. What does that mean? Does that mean eating better? Does that mean exercising? What does it mean? It's not specific as opposed to saying, I want to lose 10 pounds. That's very specific. And it's also number two, measurable. You can measure whether you've lost five pounds or 10 pounds or 20 pounds, you can measure that. So that is a specific and measurable goal. Is it attainable? 10 pounds, almost anyone can, can, uh, can attain that with the right setup. So we have specific, measurable, attainable. The R stands for relevant, realistic, and resourced. Is it relevant to your life to lose 10 pounds, like what is that going to do for your life? How will that improve your life? Is it realistic? It's realistic within the framework of SMART goals because you, you've identified the specific uh, goal. You are able to measure it. It's probably attainable. It's not a huge amount. 
So it is realistic. And then is it resourced? What do you have at your disposal to attain this goal? Do you have friends? Do you have a personal trainer? Do you know how to eat right? Um, so the R stands for relevant, realistic, and resourced. And the T stands for time-bound or timely. What is the time frame that you are going to achieve this goal? All of those things in conjunction with one another make it a smart goal. And you're probably more likely to get it done. I would also say that the A should be attainable, but also accountable. Who are you going to be accountable to? Who's going to hold you accountable to this? So in going over this, when you go to make a New Year's resolution, you need to be realistic about it. You need to plan ahead and do research and write a plan down, just like you'd write a business plan. You need to you need to make habits out of what you're working towards. So if if you don't wake up early every day, you kind of always press the snooze button, you've got to make a habit out of waking up every day. It's got to become, I would say, integrated into your life. Also, you need to have resources. You need to have supports to make life-changing uh, goals. You have to be resourced, whether that's within yourself or within yourself and outside of yourself. And you have to have an accountability buddy, or you need to make your declaration public because there's this awful lot of weight that comes when people are expecting you to do something and you don't do it. If you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I see you on the street chair and I say, how's it going losing 10 pounds? Or you said that by this date, you would be down 10 pounds. How are you doing with that? Do you need help? Now I can come to you and, and do more than encourage you. I can support you or someone can support you. Does any of that make sense, guys? Yeah, I think it, it makes so much sense. And, and especially, I love the part about accountability and realistic too, because I think a lot of times when we shoot for these giant New Year's resolution goals, they're so big. It's like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and quit smoking and, and, eat better and no coffee and get up at 5 a.m. Even though I'm a 10 a.m. person, it's just like setting ourselves up. And there's always this joke around New Year's resolutions don't really work. So in the back of your head, you're like, "Uh, I'm going to give it a try because I want to do it. Not not I'm going to do it because I'm totally committed and willing. And I've made a reasonable expectations for myself. And then I have a few friends or a coach that's going to hold me to it. I will say, Kim, that after hearing you talk about it, you kind of make me want to try a New Year's resolution with all the the um, resources that can be had. Um, I th- I've never really thought of it, that kind of breakdown. And so I think it, it's, it's beautiful and well put that um, you delivered it that way. So thank you. Always happy to serve, but I will say as coaches, we're really good at helping people identify roadblocks, identify potential issues that can get in the way and, and, and helping people 
navigate those things and really dialing it back so that people are successful in achieving whatever it is, even if it takes a while, because you can't do all the things that Tara said January 1st and expect that, you know, by February 28th, it's going to be a done deal, right? As a coach, I would say, well, that sounds like a lot. What's the most important of those issues that you want to work on first? And I think all three of us know this and all three of us want to see our clients succeed. And 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 so really flushing it out helps people feel good because once you start to see a little bit of a change, you're inspired. Now you can really go for it, right? So there's a a good coaching thing that happens, which is people either over uh, reach to something unattainable or they underreach for the low hanging fruit, right? It's like not even a stretch. We're the people that want to stretch you, but we know that when you start a yoga practice, you're not going to be able to do scorpion or all those crazy poses that you're going to really have to get good at some of the other things first in order to be able to achieve that. And uh, I, that's what I like about coaching. That's what I like about, you know, just small steps that really increase the vitality and the excitement in people so that they can reach their goal, but then there's another goal behind it, you know, and it's, it's a great, it's really exciting. If anybody's looking for a coach uh, to help you get your new year's goals and new year's resolutions uh, going or flushed out, definitely reach out to us because that's what we do. We love it. I love it. I was just going to kind of jump off what you were saying is like flushing out also getting to the bottom of why you want to do the thing you're going to, you want to do. So if you want to lose 10 pounds and it all has to do with insecurity because you don't like the way your body looks and you're comparing yourself to your friend who you think looks better than you. And she always has the long legs and you always wanted those long, thin legs. That is not, it, it's not going to be sustainable. And so a lot of times those there's these thoughts that are going through our head and motivations that are, that are so close to us that we can't even see them or hear them. And so talking with someone kind of why, why we want to do the things we want to do is so important because when you get to a place where it's like, I really want to be healthy. I want to run up those stairs and not have to catch my breath. I want to feel strong in my body. Then those, I feel like those kind of incentives are much stronger. They have a heavier weight in our consciousness. And so it's not about, I heard recently from a coach that I work with, they said, if you want to change something, you're probably not going to do it. But if you're willing to change it, so there's this deeper root of, of why you want to shift in your life. Then it's coming from, it's coming from a different source. So flushing out, I think really getting clear with, with, you know, 
and no pressure on resolutions. We don't have to come up with one for the new years. I think a lot of times people just like make one up because they feel like they have to, you know, or they're not going to be this better person going into 2022. Um, yeah, get clear. And, and if you, if you don't, you're not feeling it, don't do it. It's, you got, it's going to be January 2nd, 2022. You can do it then you could do it in February 15th, you know? Yeah. I also kind of want to touch on the basis of why it's important to work with somebody else, not only for accountability, but those roadblocks you hear us talk about majority of the time, it's a lot of negative self-talk and that's hard to navigate by yourself. Even doing all the work and putting all the time into yourself. Um, at least on my end, I find my negative talk, my biggest hurdle. And so, you know, overcoming that and working through that is a process. So if you try to like set, a goal, a new year's resolution, and you don't plan it out and you know, you don't have resources available and you don't have accountability, it's going to make it more difficult to achieve it. And that's, you know, I haven't read atomic habits yet, but I know the principle from James clear is just, just do 1%, be better 1% each day. And at the end of the year, you're going to be 365 times better than you were starting the year. And I think that's so important to really focus on is that it's a marathon. This is not a sprint race. A lot of things we do in life is not a sprint race. And when we come to that realization that it doesn't have to be done overnight or in a week, and you can really put the intention behind it, the journey is going to be worth it more than the final destination. Really like what you both said. I think it is really important to get clear about why we want what we want or why we feel like we need to um, achieve something and how that's going to change our lives. Or is it, is it realistic that it's going to change our lives in the way that we think it is? And Randy's piece about our limiting belief systems is also really relevant. And we talked, we our, our episode about challenging belief systems is, is up today and our negative self-talk and all of that. It's, it's super important. I think that, I think that as coaches, we have a very unique ability to help someone who's tried to do this before and failed to set them up for success. And I, I find myself coming back to this piece about building trust within yourself and keeping holding promises that you've made yourself. The truth is, is you can promise the sun, moon, and the stars to someone else, but if you don't show up for yourself and keep the promises that you make to yourself, you become someone who is unreliable. And that means that your successes and your failures are inconsistent. From my perspective, I want to help people align with their truth, their soul, so that the trajectory, at least the personal trajectory, because life always throws curveballs. We can't control it. 
what we can control is our ability to handle situations that come to us. And my foundational belief is that when we have established trust within ourselves, it doesn't matter what happens because we're strong. You know why I'm strong? Because I told myself that I would do something and guess what? I did it. Not just once, but I always did it. I always held myself accountable and now I'm strong enough to deal with whatever life throws. I think this piece is super important because when you marry this ability for yourself to be consistent and reliable for yourself and the piece about being in alignment with your true self, that is an unstoppable force almost because you're in flow and doesn't matter what comes up. It's just unstoppable. So yeah, I, I'm, I really like coaching. I hope it comes across like that because I really believe in the human spirit. I really believe in our ability to overcome even the hardest things. Whether or not you set a New Year's resolution, it doesn't matter. Is there something inside of you that you want to let out and you want to figure out how to do it? And yeah, that's what we're here for. Any final thoughts, guys? Well, I just, I like, I just like so much what you're talking about. It's, it's building trustworthiness in yourself. So it almost seems like it can be slightly dangerous if we take on new new year's resolutions lightly and we do it every year and every year in two weeks we let ourselves down because it's then teaching ourselves like, Oh, I, I, I always have that goal and I never accomplish it. And I, I've never looked at it like in such a strong way that it's like, yeah, if you're not feeling it, don't do it. But if you are, going to go for it, really try to pick something that you you're proving to yourself that you're trustworthy. And that when you want change or whatever, whatever it is that you're, you're, you're setting for yourself, you're going to do it. And I think that's, that's the gold right there, right? It it builds self-confidence that when you go for it, action happens. And that's so important. So we could really value New Year's resolutions that you're like kind of proving to yourself every year that you're a badass <laughs> and, and, and you know that you're going to do it. That's awesome. I think what really, you know, hit the hardest for me in this conversation is, is when you brought it up, Kim, of, of doing it for the right reasons, which is needs to be around doing it for yourself. Right. And for me, what got me thinking about it is. Is it's easy to to become a people pleaser and for your spouse and family and and whatever it looks like. But it got me thinking of like, I want to be a better man. Right. Well, what does that mean? Right. And it has to start within. It has to start on myself. So if I become a better person, then I will become a better friend. I will become a better family member, coworker, and what and you know, it just trickles down the line after that. So I think being very clear with the intention 
of the resolution you want to set or the goal you want to set is really the foundation to, to really grow, build off and achieve those goals in the, in the long-term, whatever time frame you set for yourself for that goal. So I, I think it's just really important that we're doing things for the right reason and for ourselves. And I don't want it to come off as sounding selfish, but at the end of the day, we've had this conversation before around selfish, but is really the intention of, of bettering ourselves for ourselves. I like that, Randy. And here's a coaching question for you. What does it mean for you to be a better man? I mean, this, this could extend <laughs> this episode <laughs> a long time, but, you know, just, just off, off the top of my head is to really be in full alignment with myself of what I value in life, both for the things that I value, how I show up versus how people see me and all that. So to be in alignment with my mind, body, and soul for me, that that's what it means to be a, a better version of myself. And in this instance, obviously being a man, I will be a better man moving forward. And I'm using this kind of tongue in cheek as we wrap up to say that is not a specific or measurable goal. And so when you lean into this for New Year's, think about what does it mean to be a better man and how will I know when I am a better man? You know, you mentioned some things about, you know, being in alignment. How will you know when you're in alignment? Like, what are the markers for that? That's the kind of deconstruction of our ideas that turns them into these ideas of a better life into goals that we can achieve. So therefore we actually get to that better life, if that makes sense. So with that, I'm going to thank you guys for showing up and being really authentic today and and leaning in and sharing your experiences because we all have different experiences around setting New New Year's resolutions, not achieving, failing, dealing with the negative self-talk around it. We are here for all of our listeners. Reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to help in, in any way that we can. So definitely hit us up. I think for me, I can speak that my Instagram DM is probably the best way to do it. But all of our contact information is in the show notes. So check it out. And we wish you a happy new year and we hope you get off to a great start. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Happy new year, everyone. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time, guys. If this episode resonated with you or made you think about someone you know, please pay it forward and like, subscribe, and share it. We appreciate it. 